the following pre-recorded program is paid for by Carlos Swanigan. Get ready to experience and receive the grace you long for from the heart of God. Welcome to Scandalous Grace with Carla Swanigan. Carla is an international speaker, minister, and engaging storyteller known for her transparency with an impactful testimony of how God has transformed her own life. Her desire is to connect you with the heart of God and the truth of how he really sees you. If you're hurt, if you're broken, if you yearn for God's love and acceptance, let the healing begin. Now, here's Carla Swanigan. Hello, friends. Welcome to Scandalous Grace, the show where we leave religion out of it and just bring Jesus. I am your host, Carla Swanigan. I'm so glad that you're tuning in today. Um, I am just like so excited about this topic. It's something that I'm actually been walking through for several weeks now. And I find a lot in my own life. I don't know about you, but a lot of times in my own life when I'm going through something, I'm not the only one going through it. It's usually something that, um, you know, some of my friends are going through, um, or some family members, and there's always somebody that I can relate to or that can relate to me. So I believe that today's show is going to relate to you as well. Um, Lately, I have really been what I call fighting the good fight. And for me, what that looks like is it has really been a battle for me in my thought life. And I, I think with all that has been going on in the world today and all the hardships and difficulties and somewhat like a hopelessness that some people have been feeling, like we've talked about in previous shows, it's really affected, you know, the way that I think. And if you've listened to me very long, you know that I'm all about shifting your atmosphere and, you know, changing things that, you know, don't line up with the word of God by using your words and speaking out truth and life to yourself and to others. I think sometimes we're so good at speaking truth and life to other people when we see that they're going through something and they're, um, you know, maybe listening to lies of the enemy or not their identity is their behavior or, um, you know, just even some of the choices they're making is not lining up with the kingdom of God. It's, it's easy for us to like speak to them and say, Hey, God says that you're a child of God and you know, you're fearfully and wonderfully made. And those things that you're hearing in your head from the enemy are not true. I think it's really easy for us to see that on somebody else and, and to, to reach out and love on them and encourage them like we're called to do in the body of Christ. And then we're called to do in the world really to shine our light bright and be that city on a hill. But I think when it comes to our own thought patterns, our own inner thoughts and um, phrases and things that are going through our own minds, I think it can be really difficult sometimes to fight that, to fight that good fight, like I call it, and to win that battle with our thoughts. I remember years ago, I picked up a book by Joyce Meyer, you know, the battlefield of the mind. If you've ever read that book, you know how powerful it is. If you haven't, I highly recommend it. It's an incredible book. I think it's been one of her bestsellers always, as long as she's been in ministry since that book came out. But, um, the mind really is a battlefield. And for me in my own life, it's one of the enemy's favorite places where he thinks he gets to hang out and uses his own personal playground if I would let him. And so, um, when I've been going through something really hard and I'm all beat down and kind of like emotionally weak and even physically drained from the emotional stuff, that seems to be, um, an opportune time for him to come and try to, to speak lies to me and, um, bring not just discouragement and hopelessness, but he really likes to pinpoint certain things. Um, they're like what I like to call triggers 
or weaknesses in my own life and just beat me up, you know, just really start to try to pummel me with an overflow of negativity and negative thoughts. And, um, I don't know if that's something that, that you guys have ever experienced. I think if you're human, you probably have, I mean, unfortunately the devil is real and we live in a fallen world and the Lord tells us many times throughout the, the Bible to, you know, take our thoughts captive. It tells us in second Corinthians 10, five, I'm going to read that verse to us in just a minute from the ESV, but that is something that we have to physically do. I say that a lot on the show as well. And I say that when I'm in ministry to people, we have to do the work, you know, we, we can't just like sit idly by. And like I said, let the enemy use our thoughts and our thought patterns and our thought processes, his own personal playground. We have to physically do the work and what that looks like. And what we're talking about today is speaking the word of God out over ourselves. Um, when those negative thoughts come towards me, like one of the things that he's doing right now, I'll give you a perfect example is he's waking me up in the middle of the night a lot. I'll be like sound asleep and I'll get woke up, woken up in the middle of the night with just some random thought, but it's something specific that I have been, you know, afraid of or worried about or anxious about in my life. And that thought will come into my head randomly out of a dead sleep. I'll just be sound asleep and I'll wake up and it, it'll be like, um, for instance, what was it this morning? It's like, oh, the show's not going to be good today. You're recording today. The show's not going to be good. You're going to have all kinds of technical issues or you're going to lose your notes or you're going to leave your Bible at home. You know, just crazy stuff like that that gets me like going down that road of performance, which has been an issue in my life that God has been dealing with me about, you know, not performing for him, not trying to earn his approval, not to earn people's approval. So it kind of when I hear those kind of thoughts in my head. Um, like I did in the wee hours of this morning that I wasn't going to be prepared for today or that I was going to forget something um, that was going to affect the recording. I, I have to like physically say, no, that is not true. And even if I make a mistake, it's okay. Even if I forget something, it's okay. It's not about performance for God. It's just about me showing up. It's just about me doing what he's asked me to do, following the call of my life, being obedient to the destiny that he's placed in front of me. And it's just about me showing up. It's about my availability. God does the work for me. He shows up. The Holy spirit is the one that will guide and direct the show. And I don't have to be perfect because Jesus was perfect for me. And so those are the kind of things like, I can't just stop thinking that negative thought. I have to physically Think that positive thought that I just shared with you. And then I say it out loud to myself as well, you know, or I'll speak a scripture out. You know, it tells us in Philippians four verse eight, you know what? I'm just going to read that to you guys. It's so good. I don't want to just quote it. It tells us in Philippians four verse eight. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable. If there is any excellence if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. And that's what we have to do. We have to think about, we literally have to have a positive thought process to like renew our minds. You know, it talks about in the word, um, washing with the water of the word, you know, wash our minds with the water of the word. So if there's a scripture that keeps coming to you, like that's kind of been my scripture lately, that verse from Philippians four, eight, write it on your bathroom mirror, put it on a magnet on your refrigerator, you know, make a note card, keep it in your, 
in your truck or your car, you know, whatever you drive, have it with you. So when you need to speak it out to get rid of those negative thoughts, you've got something there for you. You're not grasping at straws. You're not just letting, you know, your mind go willy nilly down the road with all this negativity because it starts snowballing and becomes like a, a spiral of, you know, discouragement and hopelessness when we allow that to happen. I know that once I go down that road and come into agreement with, you know, just some random thought that the enemy would put in my head, once I do that, I can get totally sucked into that negativity and discouragement vortex. So it's important that I, that we shut it off right away when it starts coming at us and we fight the good fight, you know, and we win the battle with our thoughts. And the way that we do that is first of all, by saying no to it. No, I don't agree with that. No, that's not true. No, that's not what God says about me. You know, here's what God says. And so then secondly, we fill it in with the truth. We start speaking it. We think it through. We read it on the page. We get out the word. We read our note card or we get into our Bible. And then we just say it out loud to ourselves as many times as you have to. You guys, sometimes in the middle of the night when this happens to me, I'll, I'll lay there for like 20 minutes And sometimes I'm just reciting the same scripture over and over, or I start praying and thanking God for his, his truth in my life. I start saying, you know, thank you, God, that you say I am enough. Thank you that you say I don't have to be perfect. Thank you that Jesus was perfect for me. Thank you that, um, my mistakes are covered by the perfect blood of Jesus and the finished work of the cross. You know, thank you that, um, I have a Bible. I know your truth and, and I have, um, access to it because so many countries in this world, you know, may not even, they don't even allow Bibles. So the people are like having to hide their Bible and um, smuggle Bibles into their country. I mean, it's crazy. We're so blessed to live in America where we are free to worship and free to have Bibles and free to read. So just things like that. I just start going down a gratitude road, if nothing else with the Lord. Um, And that will get, that will shut down the enemy's attack in my mind. Because if we can win the battle in our minds, you guys, if we can shut down the negative stuff and stop the negative talk, the accusation, the, the untruth, um, the hopelessness, the, the despair, those thoughts coming at us, we will have such a happier, healthier, more purposeful life and letting the enemy in and just letting him, like I said, run rampant in our minds without fighting back is the worst possible thing we can do. You know, like I said, I want to read you that verse from second Corinthians. Um, it's so good. It's about taking all of our thoughts captive to the obedience of Jesus Christ. So I'm just going to pull that up for you right now. Um, if you have your Bibles, I'm reading from the passion translation and I'm going to read it to you from the ESV too, because it's so good. I think I'll read it to you from the ESV first. It's second Corinthians 10 verse five. We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God And take every thought captive to obey Christ. And that's so good. We have to, you hear the action verbs in there. We have to destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God. Destroy. I mean, that's, that's like a very visual word for me. And, and and it says demolish, destroy and demolish. And that means just to completely get rid of it. And the way that we do that is by, we have to act on it. We can't just sit there and And think these thoughts and be like, oh, well, you know, that's not true. No, we really have to get active. You guys, we have to do the work. We have to put the time in and what that looks like. One of the ways that we do that, like I said, is, is declaring God's truth. Another way is reading the scripture out loud, whatever works for you, whatever you feel, you know, God's 
breath on for whatever you're going through. That's what you should be doing. And this verse is so good for that. I want to read it to you in the Passion Translation now. So this is 2 Corinthians 10, verse 5. We can demolish every deceptive fantasy that opposes God and break through every arrogant attitude that is raised up in defiance of the true knowledge of God. We capture, like prisoners of war, every thought and insist that it bow in obedience to the anointed one. And again, there's that demolish, that action verb, right? And we're going to take those thoughts captive. All the things that are not true, the lies that the enemy would love to say to us, we're going to say no to them and we're going to fight back. And like I said, that whatever is lovely, whatever is pure verse from Philippians verse eight has really been a lifesaver to me. And I feel like for those of you listening, even right now, you're thinking of like a verse that's coming to your mind that God's put on your heart that directly relates to your situation, you know, and those verses come to you because the Holy Spirit always gives us what we need when we need it. So that's why it's so important to, to be in the word when you can and just really scriptures that you feel like God's highlighting to you, write them down, you know, take a minute, write it down, make yourself a a notepad and just have kind of like a battle kit. I like to call it ready for, for when these times come and you're like, Oh, these are the verses that God was speaking to me months ago. Hmm. That's interesting because it directly speaks to the, the situation that I'm going through now. You know, it direct, it directly will affect and speak life to me in this place of heartache or pain or confusion or discouragement. And that's the living word. You know, it tells us in Hebrews that the word is living and active and sharper than any double-edged sword. And I love that about the word. When we speak it out, it's alive and it can go right to the root of the lie of the enemy. Um, This past weekend, like I said, I've been getting woken up a lot in the middle of the night and I was feeling really discouraged about it because I was doing my best. I'm fighting the battle, you know, I'm, I'm doing the work. I'm trying really hard to fight back and just not let any of these negative thoughts that come into my mind and try to accuse me and discourage me and, and make me feel not enough. I am, I'm really fighting back and, and not allowing myself to just sink into a complacency with it. But still Sunday morning, I was, I was feeling pretty discouraged and it was, it was still really early. It wasn't time to get ready for church yet. And so, um, I had a friend over and, and we were watching, um, Louis Giglio's online service and it was from a few months ago. And if you don't know who Louis Giglio is, he's a pastor out of Atlanta. He's, um, I think one of the senior leaders of the passion movement, if you've heard of them and, um, he's awesome. He's a great teacher. I really love his teaching style. You should check him out if you haven't seen it, but it was so funny because the first, um, option that came up on YouTube for his messages, like I said, was one from a couple of months ago, but it was all about winning the battle in our mind. And so he did a whole sermon about exactly what I was going through, which I mean, that was another love kiss from the Lord. Right. Um, like he does, he gave me scriptures months ago to battle what I'm dealing with right now because he's so good that way. And then also, you know, I turn on the TV to watch an online service early Sunday morning and there's a service specifically about winning the battle of your mind. And I just thought that was so cool. But um, he really talks about how the enemy, Louis Giglio, really talks about how the enemy comes in and tries to get into our head, tries to trigger us and, you know, jump on our past hurts and, you know, speak lies and accusation and, and also, you know, make us a little paranoid and how his whole intention, the whole intention of the devil is not only to separate us any way he can from pursuing God. Um, he can't stop God from pursuing us. So he tries to get us to turn our backs on God, but he's really trying to derail us from our destiny. And if he can, you know, get in there and make us believe the lies that he's telling us, then we won't have the victory. And that's his goal. 
And, and we're not going to let him do that. You know, God's given us everything that we need to fight back. And one of my favorite verses about that and a perfect example of that is in Ephesians chapter six, verse 10. I'm going to read it to you from the passion translation. Um, if you have your YouVersion Bible app or maybe on your phone, or maybe you have your Bible there in front of you, I would love it if you would turn with me to Ephesians chapter six. And we're going to read this verse. And this might be a verse that's, gosh, super familiar, familiar to you. If you grew up in the word, you've probably heard this verse a lot, these scriptures. It's all about spiritual warfare. And that's the title um, in my part of the Bible here in this chapter. Above verse 10 is all about spiritual warfare. But I'm going to read it to you from the Passion Translation. Now, my beloved ones, I have saved these most important truths for last. Be supernaturally infused with strength through your life union with the Lord Jesus. Stand victorious with the force of his explosive power flowing in and through you. Put on God's complete set of armor provided for us so that you will be protected as you fight against the evil strategies of the accuser. Your hand-to-hand combat is not with human beings, but with the highest principalities and authorities operating in rebellion under the heavenly realms. For they are a powerful class of demon gods and evil spirits that hold this dark world in bondage. Because of this, you must wear all the armor that God provides so you're protected as you confront the slanderer, for you are destined for all things and will rise victorious. Put on truth as a belt to strengthen you to stand in triumph. Put on holiness as the protective armor that covers your heart. Stand on your feet alert. Then you'll always be ready to share the blessings of peace. In every battle, take faith as your wraparound shield, for it is able to extinguish the blazing arrows coming at you from the evil one. Embrace the power of salvation's full deliverance like a helmet to protect your thoughts from lies and take the mighty razor sharp spirit sword of the spoken word of God. Pray passionately in the spirit as you constantly intercede with every form of prayer at all times. Pray the blessings of God upon all his believers and pray also that God's revelation would be released through me every time I preach the wonderful mystery of the hope filled gospel. I love that the hope filled gospel. You know, that's Paul talking to the Ephesian church there and that's Ephesians 6, 10 through 10, 10 through 20. And I love that because he talks about, again, it's a physical thing, you guys speaking out the word of God. And he does it in such a beautiful picture of armor, you know, put on the whole armor of God. I like the way the passion translation says about stand on your feet alert. Then you'll always be ready to share the blessings of peace. All of these are again, action words, because I feel like God is really saying to us right now, do the work. Do the work, do the internal work so that you can strengthen yourself in the Lord and that you have what you need when the battles come at you. You know, it's like me waking up in the middle of the night and, you know, you're half asleep and you're tired. You need that, um, that quick go-to because you're out of it, right? At least I am. I'm out of it when I wake up in the middle of the night. I need to already have a plan in place. I don't want to wait until I'm in the middle of some type of battle to try and figure out how I want to get out of it. I want to have a game plan already. And that's what God's setting us up for here in these verses to cover ourselves in the whole armor of God. You know, one thing that the enemy loves to mess with me about is, you know, I've really struggled after everything I went through in this last season. Um, if you've listened to some previous shows, you know that I went through a divorce recently and had some other loss in my life and I'm transitioning um, into just a whole new life. Really, my life has taken on a direction that I didn't necessarily expect it to take, but God is there with me and, it, and it's going really well and I'm grateful. And, you know, I've got a lot of good things happening in my life now. 
And I feel like I'm on the other side of, I mean, for lack of a better description, a real wilderness season that I went through. And now that I'm on the other side of it, I'm starting to feel hope again and joy again. And one of the ways that the enemy loves to mess with me is he, I'll be like celebrating something and and feeling really good about the direction of something that's going or like a speaking event I've been invited to, or, you know, some kind of opportunity, a door of opportunity, a ministry or something like that. And the enemy loves to put the thought in my head, oh, well, this won't last. Or, oh, you know, they're, they're saying they want you now, but they're going to cancel. Or, um, you know, just you wait, something bad's about to happen. That's his favorite one. He likes to make me think, you know, any minute, you know, the other shoe's going to drop, so to speak. So it may be good now, but just you wait. And that's something that, um, to be honest and vulnerable with you, I have been battling really hard lately is to, to continue to have hope and continue to have joy and not let him suck me back into that place of hopelessness and discouragement. And he tries to bring it to me with like that dread feeling, you know, that fear that something bad is about to happen. You know, that I'm going to be, you know, I don't know how to explain it. You guys, other than just saying, it's like a dread feeling that tries to come on me and I have to physically, like I said, and I'm sharing with you guys today and encouraging you, I have to fight the good fight. I have to do the work. I have to take those thoughts captive. Like it tells us in second Corinthians, I have to put on the whole armor of God. Like it talked about in Ephesians six, I have to do the work and I have to let the Holy spirit meet me there, you know, and I have to trust God because yes, bad things are going to happen in my life again. I mean, that's just reality, but I don't have to like sit and not enjoy the good things that are happening because I'm so worried that the bad things are coming. And that's what the enemy's trying to do. He's trying to steal my joy and put me full of fear. So I encourage you so much today. Don't let him do that to you. Fight back, you know, have your scriptures ready. Remember the things that I told you about, you know, reading your word, getting in the word as much as you can. Um, I highly recommend Joyce Meyer's book, the battlefield of the mind that changed my life. Um, I read it years ago and I really felt like the Holy spirit was telling me when I was driving to the studio today that I need to read it again. So even if you've read it before, I encourage you, um, grab her book. It's so good. You can even get it on audible and places like that. These days, technology is so awesome. You can check out Louis Giglio's story on YouTube, his sermon about victory in your mind. I want to pray for you guys now, father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you so much for all of my listeners, God, um, wherever they're at in the world today, whatever they've got going on, however they're listening, I just, I just speak to them right now. And I say, fight the good fight. Holy spirit, help them to win the battle over their thoughts, Lord, and take all thoughts captive. Like you speak to us in your word, Lord. I just ask that your presence would be there with them, even as they're listening to this and that you would inspire them and encourage them to their destiny call, Lord, that, that they would not lay their sword down, that they would not take off their shield, that they would stay active, that they would do the work, their inner thoughts, Lord, that they would take those thoughts captive to the obedience of you, our Lord Jesus. I thank you, God, for um, just giving them the courage to keep fighting even when they're weary. And I ask that you would strengthen them, Lord, in their weakness, like you've done so much for me, God. I pray all these na- things in the mighty and healing name of Jesus. Thanks, you guys, once again for tuning in. I'm so grateful for you. I'd love to hear your stories and your scandalous grace testimonies of the goodness that God has done in your life and is doing in your life. You can find out more about me at scandalousgraceradio.com. You can hear some of my older shows. Um, anything that you've missed, you can catch up there, find out where I'm going to be speaking next. Um, you can get my book, Come Away With Me, on the website as well. It's there on the website now. 
But like I said, I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear some of your testimonies. And even you guys share your prayer requests with me. There's there's a tab on my homepage at scandalousgraceradio.com where you can go on and, and type in a prayer request. I'll keep it anonymous. I will never read your name on the air, anything like that. And you can tell me in the notes if it's, you know, something that you want me to be praying for you about and and just how I can encourage you. I would love to hear from you. It encourages me so much to hear of God's goodness and testimony in your life. It really means a lot to me. And again, you can find all that information out at scandalousgraceradio.com. And I pray that you go and fight the good fight and you win the battle with your thoughts this week and take those thoughts captive. And remember, leave religion out of it and just bring Jesus. We hope you were blessed by today's episode of Scandalous Grace with Carlos Wanigan. Please go to ScandalousGraceRadio.com to listen to podcasts, see where Carla will be speaking, and to find out about all of Carlos Wanigan ministry resources, including her video devotional series. Scandalous Grace with Carlos Wanigan is a listener-supported radio ministry outreach. We depend on your prayers and donations. Please go to ScandalousGraceRadio.com for ways you can partner with Carla in reaching listeners with God's love and grace. And please join us again every Monday at 1 p.m. for Scandalous Grace with Carlos Wanigan on Denver's 94.7 FM, The Word.